Well, it's that time again to do another nostalgic look back at a uh, state scene from the 90s. And this week, we're looking at the, the great state of Texas. So for now, let's talk more ska.
Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talk to Scott. As always, I'm your host, Maddie. Yes, this is indeed another nostalgic episode uh, looking at Texas. As I've said once again, I've decided to go in order of uh, chronological release. For the most part, if there's a track off of a compilation or anthology, I have placed it where it was originally released, which literally only counts for the first track I played. But before we get to that, let's talk about the last track. That last track you guys heard was Slap Happy, which I believe is mislabeled on the cassette, but who am I to say? Um, Also, I don't have the cassette. I got a rip of it, so I think somebody goofed up. I believe that is actually These Are Not My Friends and not uh, My Dog Ate My Lyrics, because that makes more sense for the song before it. But, uh, This is from their cassette-only release, Eight is Enough. Slap Happy would go on to become a uh, group called the Supermarket All-Stars. Their songs were a lot shorter. They were a lot punkier. And they didn't last around for very long. Uh, And then they became the band Last Summer, who were signed to Drive Through Records, released a single album, which is fantastic, and I really thought about playing something off of, but it's not Scott at all. And uh, then they, they disappeared into the wind. I also thought about playing something from all three of those, but I did not. Maybe we'll play another whenever uh, an episode two of Texas comes on ground. Before that was the fabulous Bowler Boys with the upsetter of their Word to Sound Power release, which I believe was their only release. I couldn't find anything else other than some uh, compilation tracks here or there. If you couldn't tell from that song, they very much clearly loved the beat. Um, They were only around for a couple of years. I think two? Not even? Maybe it was like 16 months, but really good EP. Definitely worth trying to track down a uh, a rip of. I don't think copies pop up too too often. I got lucky in finding one. And uh, kicking that off was one of the original... Texas Sky Groups, the grown-ups with Busy World. It's off their uh, compilation album Rampage. I just love that instrumental track. I felt bad playing it, also because it's kind of short. But uh, then I looked at the track length of everything on there, and they're all like two minutes, barely. I think the longest song was like two minutes and 46 seconds. Not that that means anything. I was just surprised. All really short, sweet and to the point, but it's another one that's really worth checking out, I thought. The grown-ups, they had, uh, they were around for a while. Not a while, like five years. But in the 90s, that's a while. Yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about that set of bands. (laughs) It's good stuff. Uh, I am kind of surprised when looking through this Texas. I was very lucky and I didn't have to do a lot of the digging I usually do on these episodes. There's a pretty good uh, source for, for Scott of the early 2000s and 90s for Texas uh, called the Texas Scott page, which has a listing of, uh, yeah, all the bands I've played here, all the other ones I thought about playing, and uh, all the ones I could play in a future episode. And much to my shock... There does not seem to be a single 
Well, there was one, but I couldn't find anything by them. Otherwise, not a single female-fronted band, and that kind of kind of upset me just slightly. I like diversity here on the show, so what the heck, Texas? Come on. Also weird, uh, and this will tie into this next group. Uh, not the next one. The next next one. I guess I'll save this babbling. This next one, though, is by a group called Burnt Toast, who are a little silly at times, but not in like over the top way. The name of their album was a burrito every forty seconds, which I don't know why I expected anything but kind of nonsense. It does feature a cover of Desmond Decker's "Out of Your Mother and Father," immediately followed by by a song about how hard the original Super Mario Brothers is. It's like a five-minute song. It's weird. But uh, they're also very talented, and I was very surprised by it. It's another hard-to-find one. And I got very lucky on. Uh, this is the opening actual track called She Said by Burnt Toast.
Secret Agent 8 with Identity Crisis off their self-titled album, another long-running Texas ska band. I believe they're still around and play occasionally. But uh, more so in Texas, there's a lot of spy-themed stuff. Uh, Secret Agent 8, the grown-ups had a mascot called the Spy. Spies Like Us are another Texas band I chose not to play this time around, even though they're the other... Uh, long, long-running actual, like, Texas ska band from, like, 1993. The first one we'll get around to. But, yeah, I just thought it was weird. A lot of spy... Uh, there are a couple other bands that kind of had spy themes when I was looking these up, and it was just bizarre. But, I digress. Uh, moving right along. There, I said it. I almost didn't say it this episode. I know I would have forgotten. But, moving right along, this is Perhaps, uh, I think quite easily, actually, the most well-known Texas band I, I probably could have played, and that is The Impossibles. I almost didn't play them uh, just because of how popular they are, but I love this band so much. 
and I've never played them on the show before. Uh, yeah, they're just great. They were one of the first bands from Texas I really enjoyed from any genre. <laughs> I actually, a, a few years ago, uh, my sister, my older sister, was talking about moving to Houston, Texas, and was trying to convince both myself and our younger sister to go. And uh, my younger sister said, why would anybody ever want to live in Houston? And I put on the uh, the Impossibles anthology album, which uh, starts off with, hi, we're the Impossibles from Houston, Texas. And she's like, okay, can't argue with that fact. And uh, we never moved. None of us did. But I had to play something by the Impossibles. I actually uh, got a copy of the actual album. This is from not that long ago because I've decided to try to collect uh, the, the albums I know via anthologies, actual individual releases, because I'm a crazy person. But uh, this is Leave No Man Behind, author of self-titled album. Enjoy.
that was one I really love, and uh, I don't ever see talked about too much. But that was the Ventilators with Philip off their self-titled album, which I also believe was called Twelve Shoes. I seem to remember uh, back when I I bought it. I don't know if that's true or just me wishing that was the case, uh, because it is just a bunch of photos of shoes on the cover of the band member shoes. I don't know, but, uh, yeah, they were on a label called Good Guy Records, who put out a number of, uh, Scott and punk bands way back then, who I also was going to play some more stuff from, uh, but, you know, again, I'll, I'll save all that for whenever we get around to Texas, too. Gotta get through a lot of other states first, uh, before I just jump into these multi-part state retrospectives, uh, unless new stuff stops coming out, and then whatever. We'll we'll go for it. Before that was Fixed Idea with El Bale de la Insurada. Hope I said that right. Off their self-titled EP, which I am amazed worked, as it is on a CDR, uh, which I believe it was originally sold that way. I'm not certain, but that's how it was sold to me. And uh, I know my... My high school band's album was on CDR, and none of those work, thankfully, for the uh, the entire world. Because I'm sure it's worse than I remember. And uh, again, kicking that off was The Impossible. And that just about wraps this one up. Uh, like I said, it could have been a lot longer. I almost made this a 12-song one. But uh, all the previous Nostalgics have been nine and I didn't want to seem like I was playing favorites to any one state. So, nine it was. I had to make some cuts that were hard. Uh, some really good stuff. But if I do a second episode, I need some some quality, quality things in there too. So, I, I will live with those choices. If I miss something that you really love, please tell me. And I'll make sure to include it. In part two, because maybe I just missed it all together, but my secrets are my own. Uh, and the, the list I have on my phone, I suppose. But uh, if you like the show, give us uh, a subscribe on some podcasting things. Like Spotify, or Apple Podcast, or whatever Google calls its nonsense now. Or uh, just anywhere. Or follow us on social media. That's cool, too. We're on Facebook and Instagram and technically Twitter. But we never, never really do anything on the twi- Twitter. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. That, that's about it. You can email me if you feel like it, I guess. I don't know why you would, but you can. Talk to Scott at gmail.com. Maybe you want to talk about Texas. I'm down for that. Tell me how great. Texas's current scene is, which I'm well aware of. It's amazing. And maybe maybe we'll do a show about that at some point in the future here. I realize there's tons of good stuff I left off this episode, and I feel like I'm going to get crap for it, but oh well. Uh, closing it out, though, is probably the Impossibles aside, my favorite Texas ska group, uh, which is Houston's The Suspects. Yes, another Houston band who've been releasing music since 1993, they are still going strong, which just warms my heart to no end. Uh, I love their first two albums, 99 Paid and How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Sky. 
they are just fantastic, awesome, upbeat, fun, fun, fun ska music with great keyboards, great horn lines. Everything's just the best. And I had heard for years that their their third full length, Lost Along the Way, wasn't quite uh, in the same vein as those. And I kind of put off listening to it, which I think was foolish. So it came out in uh, 2000, which, yes, is still the 90s. Calendar told me, so I got nothing. Uh, anyway, a lot of bands were taking a more like mature approach in the early 2000s. who had been around for a while. And uh, I I don't know if I would have liked it more or less had I heard it at the time. But uh, it's definitely different. But it is still The Suspects. It's still Ska. It's still very good. But it, yeah, there's enough different about it where if somebody had told me it was a completely different group, I'd be like, yeah, I, I believe that. So, anywho, I'm going to play a track off of that. Because uh, I just listened to it for the first time yesterday. And uh, this track really stuck out to me. And I've played stuff off of their other albums already. So, eh. But here's The Suspects with No Time for Tea. Thanks again, everybody. See you in a week. <laughs> She called.